Well, we are back, and I do apologise. Um, I did press the wrong button in my excitement for the competition. Um, so this is part two of issue four. Um, so big apologies about that. Uh, we are back live. Um, if you are joining us, um, really sorry. Just an absolute... I was told what I was doing when I was doing it, and I still did it. Um, but the winner of the Heed Army podcast calendar is David Kenny. Congratulations, David Kenny. Uh, you will be getting the new calendar. And people are um, telling us that we're uh, off air. Could you, uh, could you, oh, I'll quickly put a tweet out where we're talking. Um, so there we go. People are saying that we're, we're off, but um, we'll be back on the second. Oh, hi. What an idiot. That's all I can say. Apologies, apologies. We're having such a good show as well there. Um, right. And I'm. Just as before we went off there, we were talking to Richard before we did the competition. Um, you were saying that there's a little bit more information on the um, the exactly. newsletter that will be going out. Yeah, um, I mean, really, the newsletter being a bi-monthly um, publication is really going to be something that we can use to um, keep keep things current, really, in terms of new stories, Um as I say, player interviews, uh, projects, things going on behind the scenes, and and hopefully um, another tool really to generate some sponsorship, and uh, it'll be quite useful there. Uh, ma- magazine. Oh well, that's that's great. There'll be more in it, you know, and and, and I presume competitions and the like and things like yeah. that. And uh, and uh, obviously we um see a lot about the community coaching at the moment, the junior football. Will there be more of that being brought in on a match day with the younger sides being involved in some way? Well, we've got ideas and plans really to have sort of family days um, events on before games during and uh, during the halftime interval. Um, obviously, a lot of these things take a bit of time to uh, plan and, and develop, but we, we've got lots of uh, community projects underway, which do involve obviously working with the uh, kids. And uh, I think, as Brian said in his interview, you know, we're going into schools, we're working with the local boys' clubs, and we're really looking to develop that side of uh, the community program. Oh, that's Are good. The to see. Kids, be getting free tickets. So, well, we'll have a number of initiatives, um, which. No doubt will involve uh, so, some free tickets. Um, th- we haven't really finalised all that yet, but, but there will be incentives to, uh, to to bring the kids along. Oh, that's good. We've got a few um, questions and tweets on Twitter. Andrew, if you'd like to read them out. Uh, yep, Chrissy Hewitt said, due to the link with Metro Centre, would it be possible to have club items for sale at a barrow at the Metro Centre? Well, funny you should ask that. Um, I'm not sure it'll be um, a barrow, but um, Metro Centre uh, will be looking to... Um, sell some merchandise for us, um, including tickets. Um, it's something that we're keen to to look at and develop, um, and I would never rule out a club shop um, yeah. in there. Well, that's, that's stand in Debenhams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds promising. Neil Smith sent a message on the chat facility. Who pressed the off button? That was me. I was the idiot. Apologies about that. The first time I've done that, uh, hopefully the last. Um, Two years was out to put 50 pence in the meat. Yeah. <laughs> If you, if, if you do look on Facebook on the Heat Army podcast live page, the video, the start of the video is me crying more or less, going, oh no. So, yeah, but congratulations to David Kenny. He has won the Heat Army podcast calendar. And um, Andy Mason has put, what's the club's relationship with the Metro Centre? Is there any possibility they could advertise more? I think that's a little bit along the yes, same things, but yeah. more about uh, advertising home games and things like that, but getting extra followers. Well, well that was something I said, uh, I think, uh, in part one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what a burn! What a burn! <laughs> so, 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 yes, Metro Met, Met, Met Centre will be um, uh, 
advertising our games yeah. and uh, selling tickets. I think Simon Johnson might have um, tuned in a little bit late, but his question is, is the cafe bar going to be shut all season? Just because usually we like to get uh, to cheer the players when they come out, walk past, a good opportunity to build a relationship with new players at the club. No, that's definitely so. one area we're looking to um, to reopen. Um, obviously, there's been some changes, uh, but we are working to to get that reopened. Yeah, and I think we've got a few tweets from Andrew Watt. Uh, yeah, do you want to scroll down so I can yeah, read them? Yeah, it's for the bottom there. Oh, it's at the bottom yeah, one. No, it's the bottom one there. Um, it was really, it was really was a new era yesterday with none of the Wembley side involved, but sentiment thrown out, uh, thrown to one side. This must be uh, the most competitive squad we've kicked off with yet. Can't help feeling very overly optimistic. Uh, just try not to get carried away. I think that's and most Gateshead fans feeling, yeah. wasn't it? Um, regarding the marketing of the club, hoping results this season sells the admission price to our followers in itself. Um, easy job for Richard. Yeah. I think the main thing is, obviously, a lot of fans who don't really know non-league football or just know Premier League football, they don't realise we're one of the cheapest in the league. Well, we are at £15 a ticket. Yeah. Uh, we are the cheapest. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, we're the cheapest in the, of the five divisions, aren't mm-hmm. we? Oh, right. Um, and we, you know, again, I think this is the third, fourth year running we've uh, frozen their uh, prices. It's because, obviously, some Premier League clubs I, bring out, like, mm-hmm. random prices now and again, and then people remember them prices. So, like, a tenner for kids to get in, and then they'll remember them prices, you know, but I can go much more. I think, I think another thing is, as well, I, I don't know if it's a stigma of being a non-league club, even though we're fully full-time professional, is how people think non-league, and they'll think of Dunstan Fed's prices, Whitley Bay's prices, exactly. and then think of us in the same realm when yeah, when yeah. we're not you know when we're you know we're, we're striving or you know on par with some football league clubs so. arguments, even at work people come in and like you can watch Dunstan they can watch South Shields they can watch West, West Allotment 15 quid to watch Gates I say, we're a fully professional team well that's mm-hmm. the key really isn't it no disrespect to the other clubs but we are a full time professional club um, and you know our, our prices as I say are the best in the five divisions, so we've managed to maintain that again this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, the league set the price. The yeah. price is set by the conference itself, well, the Rama National League. Yeah. Um, will the people already running the club shop be involved in selling of the merchandise in the Metro Centre because they do an amazing job? I don't know if, if Jane Stevens is um, <laughs> any relation <laughs> any, or, best or, or anything, or anyone's manager, <laughs> or. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get them a pay rise but yes they do a good job but um to be fair to uh, Roy and Tor they do they do an excellent job for us um it's early stages in terms of we haven't really got a shop set up yet but you know it's an area we're looking at and um once once we get something sorted then we'll certainly be looking at uh, our options oh, that's uh, fantastic to see and um, Dan Bell has put would have another home game on. Well, we have another home game on National Non-League Day this season. Will there be uh, similar things happening to last year? Yes, um, I think. Um, we, uh, to be fair, we haven't actually sat down and planned non, uh, Non-League Day yet, uh, but we will be doing so in the next week or two. Um, but we'll certainly be looking to do something. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Free news. pie and a pint. <laughs> <laughs> what about us on Slim World? What about a free salad? <laughs> um, Sam Pellant's put Forest Green. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what you're late last week. Pack it in. Um, Sam Pellant's put. What do you make of uh, Nine Bell? I think Nail. I think he's put he's put an L in there, an M instead of an L. Looks a strong player in the air, but haven't seen much of him yet. I've, I've looked an exciting player in pre-season. He's gonna you've pushed the, the other lads to get a space. I would imagine. Them, I mean, you know, well, you've got Stachy. You've got obviously you've got Wes York in play there. You. You always want a young, hungry striker push knocking on the door, don't you? So um, he, he'll he'll make it uh, hard for himself to 
to knock it in the side if he doesn't uh, perform. Um, Andy Mason's put, after a full year in the rule, how has Richard found running a football club? Is there any particular highlights? Well, I mean, there's been plenty of highlights. Um, you know, putting the squad together that we have now is, is, is certainly a highlight. Um, I think um, the trophy... Um, the run we had in the trophy to the quarters, that that, that was uh, really good. Uh, it was just unfortunate we just missed out on penalties. Um, there's been many highlights, really, especially, I think, the work that's gone on behind the scenes, you know, the unsung heroes of the club, really, because, um, you know, there's a lot of people put a lot of time and effort into uh, making sure, you know, that the, the club is ready for, for the season. There's all the work that goes on in terms of the projects, the planning, um, the sort of... Uh, delivering of those projects mm -hmm. so you know yeah there have been plenty of highlights I think there's so many things that happen behind the scenes that I think fans well I forget I mean, even the logistics of getting the team around the country you know it, it's, a, it's a big um, it's a big task isn't it well I have to say I think the summer is the busiest period um, bar none um, you know you think when the season ends um, that everybody goes off on holiday and that is so not the case yeah um, that that was really unbelievably busy mm -hmm. oh well as I say we're learning it all how it happens I think we've got another tweet this one is from Keith Anderson he won the cup last week he'll be getting it at the York game uh, he said any chance of free tickets for schools in Gateshead to generate interest in the club this season do you reckon he's a teacher or something like I don't know maybe maybe, maybe. Yeah. he said free tickets yeah <laughs> So I would imagine that would go hand-hand hand with the I think I said thing. that before, yeah. didn't I? That yeah. th there were a number of incentives that we're looking at. And uh, Well, I'll tell you what, we're just going to play a quick advert, and this time I'm not going to press the wrong button. <laughs> uh, we'll be back with you in a second, and we've got 10 minutes left, so if you've got any questions for Richard or any comments on the game yesterday, also, are you travelling to Southport? And if Colin Dilbo's listening, let, please let us know any travel details for that game as well, because get yourself along. This time of year, Southport's not a bad place to be. Sylvester Properties is one of the fastest growing estate agents in the Northeast. At Sylvester Properties, they don't just put a board up outside of your house and hope for the best. They are specialists in social media marketing, using an array of online resources to find the best buyer or tenant for your property. As an innovative up and coming company, we know that one size does not fit all, so each of their packages is tailor made to suit your needs and preferences. Whether looking to sell, rent, or invest in a property, Sylvester Properties has the customer service skills, property marketing, expertise, and resources to get you the best results in record time. Contact one of our team on 01207 26. Two one one one, or alternatively on zero one nine one five hundred five two five two. That is a uh, message from our friends at Sylvester Properties. Um, Sam Pennant's book, great to see the new match day ticket designs with the stadium in the background cover. Looks good. Yeah, I noticed that yesterday. It's, uh, it looks look, a lot more colourful, which I like. Yeah, yeah. As weird as that sounds. I've yeah. kept mine. Have you? Oh, are you going to frame it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that nice? No, but it is. It is. It's nice. No, it's nice. I was meant to bring it to the day to get signed by Richard, but I forgot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, Andrew, you said you had a question? Did I? Did I? Oh, yes, yes. Um, if anyone's travelling down to Southport on Tuesday, could I catch a lift? <laughs> there we go. You'll bring... I, but I think on the forum there's not many been any names put down. Has there not? So oh. it doesn't look like there's a bus on. Obviously, I was asking about Colin I just before that advert. question as well. James Curtis, how did that come about? 
in what way? We're coming back to work in the community. Well, I think um, when um, obviously Neil decided to um, reshape the squad, um, one of the things that I had said, always said I would try and do was to retain um, loyal servants of the club, really. So Ben Clark, uh, James Curtis were two people that we were keen to retain the services of. Like any business, obviously, if you don't have a role, you, you can't uh, do anything, really. But to be fair, what happened was I said to James, um, if you could just bear with us, while because we, we knew we had some things going on in the background. If they were to come off, then there, w- there would be a part-time role for them. And typical in the world of football, you know, not only does one come off, but two come yeah. off. And uh, we end up, James coming in part-time and now going full-time. So um, we're delighted to have him. I mean, you know, James has been such a loyal servant of the club. Um, and it's lovely to reward him um, with a role. Equally, uh, Ben's been a fantastic uh, ambassador for the club too. Obviously, he's st- uh, still keen to play, but we also have obviously a role for Ben to yeah. play in the club as well. And Ben was a little bit knocked with me yesterday because I gave a, uh, a copy of the I, I gave a copy of the calendar to Mitch Brundle, who of course is on the cover of it. And Ben's like, I've been here for seven years and I'm not on the front. <laughs> that might be something to do with Mitch's good looks. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I turned around and I said, well, you are blurred in the background of one of them. <laughs> he said, that'll be about right. Um, feet. Sad, sad news here. And uh, that, 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 this might bring us on to a little bit of an, another subject. Um, Condildos, but unfortunately, there's been no interest with the Southport game, which I'm shocked at. Um, that isn't enough support to warrant a bus to go down. Midweek is always difficult for fans to get to. Yes, That's but, thing with but, but what we've been, when we've been pushing that game in the past mm. few weeks, it is the six weeks holidays. It's going to be you know, things. Mm. That, I know it's it's not easy to do all the time, but I thought this would have been the ideal time of year for maybe us to try and get a, a nice little following down there mm. towards Merseyside. Because that's the problem I've had. I've not been able to find out on Friday if I was able to go or not. So obviously. By Friday, it's too late, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, but as I say, anyone with a spare seat in the car, let us know. Yeah. Um, right. Um, we've got a message that's coming from Andrew. Uh, yep, on Twitter he said, Would Richard consider doing a pay-what-you-want game like Mansfield against us? Be great to showcase us through the borough. Well, I wouldn't advise it, because we, we hammered Mansfield 2-0, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> and the likes of Chubb will come up with a pin. <laughs> yeah, but, but that, uh, the, the thing I would, I mean, I'll let Richard answer, but the, my worry of that would be is that how many stewards do you yeah. bring in for a yeah. game like that? I think, in all honesty, the answer would be no. Um, again, you know, on, on match days, we, we, we look at historical numbers, um, so our costs are, are pretty much centred around, you know, as you quite rightly say, on stewards. Um, staffing, um, so it'd be, that would be a real tricky one to do. Mm. Um, so no, would be the answer. Yeah, it'd be a bit of a tricky one. But um, just, I mean, I've, I've, we've, we've talked about it before in the past. Um, a supporters club has been. I mean, say we, we know there's nothing much happening. Is that the, key, the club are keen to work with the supporters? We know that. As I see you're on here tonight, working with us. It's great. But um, plans are afoot on the, 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 the to help get things moving. Well, I think the important thing we've always said as a club right from day one, um, since myself and Julie took over the club, has been uh, we want to engage with the fans. Um, you know, we've we've got the opportunity for people to email us. Um, we you know we engage on social media. Uh, we're approachable at games. The supporters' club is a difficult one because um, membership has obviously been falling in that. Um, 
it's probably fair to say that uh, the sports club needs needs revisiting. The difficulty the club has really is we don't want to be seen to be influencing it. It's not ours. It's it's not ours to, yeah. to manage. Uh-huh. Um, we want that to be managed by the fans, and we want the interaction really to come from the fans. Um, I think we'd you know we'd come in for some grief if um, if we started interfering with the supporters club. So I think you know what I'd say to the fans is you need to look at your supporters club, um, and we'll engage. Yeah. That's a fair comment. Um, we've got a, a strange question, <laughs> but we'll read it out. I like this question, actually. Yeah. Um, James M. Garland has said, a bit random, but why don't you make a Gated FC version of Monopoly for the club shop? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody likes the Monopoly and they like the Gated. They're trying to have that sandwich, aren't they? Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say on that one, Richard. Um, Can I come in? Because I've got one a bit off topic. Do you realise next year's the club's 40th anniversary? I didn't, but I do now. Um, yeah, well, that, that's Formed something we will from look 19, at. Yes. 1977. So I was wondering, I mean, you may as well get it in now. It's opening day this season. Do you think there'll be anything you could put into place for next season for the... For like a celebration of the 40 years? Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely look at it. Um, you know, it's like everything, it, it, you know, once we're aware of something, we'll, we'll look at the best... Yeah. Uh, we can make of that uh, situation and uh, certainly our 40th anniversary uh, we'll definitely will yeah um we've got a message well that simon johnson's put especially for the first away game support uh, for our away games last year has dropped dramatically poor from us supporters um yeah with it it's something that some i think say we, we know ourselves that's why we do the podcast proactive we've got to you've got to put ourselves out there to to get more people to notice, and I think it's the same with you know match day fans as well and supporters club. I think we've got to, we've got to do our part. The thing um, about this season as well, the only good thing that I can think of is there's a lot more if you like local games. This mm. season you've got York, North Ferriby, um, a lot close. But obviously Barrow were here last season, but um, they're a lot closer I've compared Geisley to teams well. yeah. uh, guys I mean, those, teams have not played for a while. Yeah. Let's hopefully we, we, can, we can dramatically get that up and you know get a. a more like I was speaking uh, to someone the other day, and I said that we've kind of lost that family atmosphere amongst the fo- uh, supporters. Even though it is still a family club, I think we just need to get that everyone together and pushing on the same page, really. Uh, so we'll, we'll say we'll watch this space and we'll see what happens. Uh, Sam Pennant, but uh, glad to see that Dan Hanford signed. He looked good uh, keeper in pre-season. Well, it's definitely good to have another keeper challenging um, number one at the moment. It's uh, yeah. say competition right through the squad's been fantastic. Yeah, Dan looks a good goalkeeper, and uh, Simon, Simon, I keep calling him Simon. Poor Sam. Sam, Sam's a great keeper too. So it's good to have uh, two 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 good keepers uh, pushing for the uh, pushing for the number one spot. I see. I hope we touched Simon Johnson at the state he was in last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it didn't help. I was looking at Simon Johnson's name in the. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, we'll make this one the last question. Uh, this one's um, from Andy Mace. But do uh, you have any thoughts on BT's lack of interest in covering games? Uh, have BT ever expressed any reason why they refuse to cover us live? Uh, we can't even get an, uh, on away from home. Uh, have to we have to be one of the more fashionable cities? Uh... Yeah, I think. I mean, in, in reality, well, you know, the distance uh, to come to Gateshead is obviously an issue. Um, I, I actually uh, I'm looking at this and uh, have a have a, uh, a meeting planned um, with the uh, chief executive of the uh, conference, or sorry, the national league. Um, 
you know, I'm going to say, like every fan, we're frustrated that we, we don't appear on on the TV. But you know, BT, to be fair, um, they, they do cover a lot of games, and you know, they, they are trying to raise the profile of the league. Um, we're just unfortunate because of the distance. I think that would still go for them to get this far north. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I, I don't like to think it, but I think maybe that FA Cup replay. Um, when we had the bad weather as well, when they came up and it got called off, so they had to come back again. I don't know if that would have. Well, I think you know, even though that was out of our hands. Well, but... BT, um, we we know what it costs for BT to put a game on, you know, and uh, inevitably, you know, that, that that's always going to be one of the drivers, really. Yeah. Uh, well, we've got. I'd say Andy Mason did give the last message, uh, last question, but the last message is from Simon Johnson. But I'm a great keeper as well, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we'll take your word for that, Simon. We'll take your word for it. Um, but um, say thank you to everyone that's messaged in tonight. It's been absolutely fantastic. Um, I think we've got a, a couple of messages on here. Um, James M. Gowland, do you want to read that one out? Uh, he says, maybe people don't go to away games because of the brilliant Hugh Army podcast live <laughs> update show you often do. Uh, that's, 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 I can't say that. Like, I think I'd rather be at the game than listen to me. Uh, that's the point. Are you going on Tuesday because we might be ringing you for the scores? <laughs> <laughs> I am going, yeah. Oh, it. we know who our pitch side reporter is going to be. <laughs> um, as I say, a massive thank you to Richard for joining us tonight and talking to us and letting us know about more things that's going on off the pitch. And um, as I say, oh, well done on your first year as well, because um, everything so far looks fantastic. Yeah, thank you. You've done a good job, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think this. Here, I don't I think, think any fans I've ever mentioned yet uh, in the past. Obviously, fans mentioned. Oh, I'm not sure, so sure about that signing, but I think every fan's been happy with every single signing so far yeah. this season, yeah. that's, it's which just, is really, really good. Just to be fair as well, it's not down to me. You know, it's no, I was just about to say that Julie. I was going to give a special uh, mention know, there. I was yeah, say, Julie does a tremendous amount of work, and, and as does Brian and the rest of the team. You know, yeah. it, it, it is a team effort, like yeah. Gate said. Oh well, that's fantastic. Well, say hopefully we'll have you back it's on not again. What he said off here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll say hopefully we'll have you back on again throughout the season. And um, say if you're going down to Southport, hopefully you our listeners enjoy it. And um, don't get any lift. Yeah, we, and we might do an update show um, as well. So keep an eye out. Um, so have a safe trip. We'll see you next week, and hopefully we'll have more wins to talk about on next Sunday's show. So thank you. Bye. 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 Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking, find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or, take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in-market competitors. Base models compared. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking, find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or, take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared.